Pacino for Graham and a flat white for Maxine. So sorry I'm late. I'm absolutely knackered from last night. Oh, we weren't even out that late. Right, well, on the way home, a friend said that I should stop by Soho House. He manages Charlie XCX, and she was having a bit of a do for her birthday. Time got away from me, but you only live once, as Drake says. He leans in to give me a quick kiss on my lips, but at the last minute, I pull away. Rebuffed, he gives me a quizzical look and sits down at the table. Are we all right? I know last night wasn't my finest showing, but you're not ready to bin me already, are you? I will admit it would not be the first time I've been dumped in a pret. Their posh cheddar and pickle sandwich already makes me teary. Please don't ruin their coffee for me, too. <laughs> no, no, everything is... Um... Grand, wonderful, stupendous. I think one of those was the word you were looking for. I guess I'm just freaking out a little. About us? About this? Well, what are we going to do at work? For starters, we're going to make a cooking TV program. You see, it's kind of a mashup of a pub quiz and the British Bake Off. We already filmed two episodes. I sort of thought you realized. Very funny. Okay, not the time for jokes. Noted. Casey, look at me. What's this really about? I talked to my sister last night. The mean one? No, the nice one. And she got into my head about dating someone from work. Again. As you may recall, the last time I tried this, things didn't go so well. well I'm not a complete knob like Mark. Just so you know. No, I didn't mean that. But... Maybe we need some ground rules. Absolutely. Like what? Like, we don't tell anyone at work until after the season is finished taping. I'm sure no one would even care, what with all Bert and Birdie's dramatics. But, all right, let's err on the side of caution. And no kissing or touching at work. Nothing that would give us away. Strictly professional. Well, that's a bit of a blow. I had some big plans for that supply closet. I've been getting hot and bothered every time I see a stapler. I'm being serious. So am I. All right. Agreed. What else? That's it for now. But I reserve the right to make more rules. Fine by me. But in exchange, I would like to formally request a do-over on our date. How about tonight? Okay. Sure. And it's not even a school night. It's a date. Leave the planning to me. Should we head to set, then? Oliver, were you listening? We can't arrive together. People will jump to conclusions. Right, right. All right, then. You go first. I'll stay behind and get some sweets for the cast. Perhaps keeping Bert's mouthful will keep him from rowing with Birdie. So, we're in Germany. All right, people. Everyone feeling ready for episode three? Hair and makeup is finishing up with Nanny Edith, and we should be ready to roll in 15. I know it's Friday, so let's see if we can get this wrapped a little early and let you all start your weekends. Today is the infamous pie bake. How exciting. Let's see, who are we missing? We've got Sophia, Tom, <laughs> Nanny Edith in makeup, Birdie. And where is Bert? Oh, I'm not quite sure that he'll be joining us. But fear not, I'm fully prepared to host the show on my own. What? Yeah, no, that's not happening. Birdie, what did you do? Why do you assume I did something? but somehow got the impression that Connor and I had a harmless little flirtation going on. Much to do about nothing, if you ask me. Connor the Grip! Where are you? Who are you? I'm just here, sir. Out with it. Well, you see, Birdie and I were adjusting her mic in the handicap stall of the loo when Mr Baker came by for his morning um, toilet break... 
while we were in there, and perhaps he got the wrong impression. Oh, for God's sake, can someone please go find Bert? We can't afford to get behind. Um, Oliver? Casey? Mark is on the phone, and he'd like to speak to both of you. I've got him on the line in a room down the hall. Well, shit. Oh, bollocks. This is not working. Bert and Bertie are a disaster. Well, let's hope Mark doesn't get wise to that. All right, Mark. What the hell is going on over there? A bit of a rocky start, I'll admit, but we're finding our footing. One of the PAs posted a clip of Bert and Bertie fighting on set yesterday, and it has over 400,000 views. It's called Britain's Sweethearts Go Batshit. Now, this is not the kind of attention we want for a show that doesn't even exist yet and may never exist at all. Remind that airhead PA he signed an airtight NDA and then fire him. On it. Listen, Mark, we've got everything under control here. In fact, we'd be shooting already if you hadn't called us off set for this conversation, so I really think we should be getting back. Um, I think what Casey means to say is that... I know exactly what she meant. She doesn't want a babysitter. Well, tough. You've both proven that you need one. I'll be there Monday, so get your act together by then. Is he on a landline, then? Yeah, he loves the sound of a phone hanging up. He's old school in all the worst ways. Come on, let's get back to it. Chin up, love. We'll find our way through this mess. Old Marky boy can't keep us down. No, but Bert might. Oh, that poor bugger. I'm sure this is all a desperate plea for attention. I'll sort him out, and in the meantime, I think you need to find a job for Connor the Grip that's very, very far away from Birdie. Her animal magnetism is undeniable, it seems. Right, that's a wrap for today. Thanks, everyone, and especially to Bridget for placating, uh, I mean, locating Bert. Sulking in the very handicapped bathroom where he was scorned. <laughs> Bit of poetry, innit? Remember, you've promised me two extra solo promos, Oliver. What? Bertie, don't start. Okay, we'll get back to it first thing Monday. See everyone then. Drinks and charades at mine tonight. Nanny Edith. You going down, girl? Oh, I don't think my knees will allow it these days. That wasn't so awful. I think we're starting to turn this ship around, mostly thanks to you. That is the longest I've seen Bert and Bertie go without fighting. And it's nice to see the contestants bonding. But what are we going to do on Monday when Mark is here? We need them on their best behavior. Oh, I'm sure everything will work out. Besides, it's good TV if Bert and Bertie end up going at each other a bit. Mark's probably secretly thrilled about the leaked clip, and you always manage to save the day somehow, so... Well, thanks, but I still think we should have a plan. Relax, it's the weekend. We'll sort it out. Are we still on for tonight, then? Absolutely. I just can't be out too late. My sisters get here in the morning. A bit of a shit time for a family visit, isn't it? Well, there's no stopping Izzy when she's got an idea in her head. But it'll be nice to see them, honestly, and a good distraction to keep me from worrying about the show all weekend. Just then, Rami walks onto set looking absolutely adorable in his chef's coat. His hair is all mussed and he's got a smudge of flour on his forehead that I desperately want to rub off. Until I remember just how inappropriate that would be, especially with Oliver standing next to me. Rami looks around and his eyes light up when he sees me, and then immediately dim when he notices I'm talking to Oliver. Casey, could I borrow you for a moment? I was hoping to review the challenge for episode four. Just make sure we have everything we need while the workstations are still set up. Uh, uh, of course. Just um, give me a minute. 
So you're still going to meet us for lunch tomorrow, right? If you're too tired, I totally get it. I wouldn't miss it. As for tonight, I've got a bit more work to finish up here. But how about we have a nice dinner, just the two of us? Around eight, say? Ugh, a low-key dinner sounds perfect. I need to decompress after this week. I think you're really going to like it. I'll text you the address and we can meet there. I'm relieved when Oliver heads off to finish whatever it is he has to do. Now I'm left alone with Rami. There's seriously such a weird vibe between the two of them. I think Oliver and I have done a pretty good job keeping our romance under wraps, and why would Rami care anyways? We had a great time together on our adventure day, but we're just friends, aren't we? Right, so for the Pub Grub episode, I'm thinking we give each contestant a bottle of lager, bangers, mushy peas, and a packet of crisps. Should we give them something easy, like cheese and onion, or do prawn cocktail or tomato ketchup flavor for an extra challenge? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Prawn cocktail crisps? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge it until you try it. You know, I think I'll pass. <laughs> Seriously, Casey, I would never lead you astray. Here, try one. Mm. You know, weirdly, these are pretty good. You know, once you get past the name. Um, <laughs> great. Let's go with those. <laughs> there you go. Casey, are you, uh, are you all right? I know it's been a bit of a shit start with Bert and Birdie at each other's throats, but you seem quite stressed. I, I think I've really screwed things up. Our network exec told us he's flying over on Monday to keep an eye on things. Oh, bollocks. Well, I was serious when I offered to help before. Is there anything I can do? Well, if you can magically find a way to keep Bert and Birdie apart from each other all day, that would be very helpful. Okay, let's see. I could invite Bert in for a tasting in the morning. Tell him I need his help for the finale. He has such a massive ego and you know he can't resist free food on set. I bet he'd go for it. And perhaps you could set Birdie up for a wardrobe fitting that keeps her busy until filming. That could actually work. They seem to hold it together a bit better when the cameras are on. So if we keep them apart until then, less chance for a blow up. Are you sure you don't mind entertaining Bert? Come on. I am always glad to have a healthy eater around. <laughs> we'll have fun. He's actually quite a character when he's not having a row with Birdie. Have you heard his stories from his time in hotel management school with Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> Could you imagine the two of them together? Oh my God, the idea of those two dumpers in the same room is truly terrifying. <laughs> Talk about a kitchen nightmare. <laughs> so, um, anything fun planned tonight then? I'd give anything just to collapse on the couch with some takeout from Nando's in an old movie, but unfortunately, I have dinner plans. How about you? Well, you said it. Take away and a night in. Can't be fussed with much more after this week. But I'll let you get to it. Have a good weekend, Casey. As I watch Rami walk away, trying not to notice how cute his butt looks in those very well-fitting chef pants, I can't help but wish that I was going with him. But then I shake it off. You know, what's wrong with me, Casey? Come on. Oliver is so wonderful, and tonight we'll finally get to spend some quality time together, which is exactly what I wanted. I think. All right, Reed. You clean up nicely. While Oliver finished up on set, I went to Topshop to find something to wear. 
Nothing in my limited London wardrobe of work blazers, jeans, and a few of my favorite vintage dresses felt like it would fit in with Oliver's crowd. Even though I'm exhausted, I've shown up for dinner wearing a very low-cut dress, a very high pair of heels, and a rush blowout from the little salon next door to my apartment. I even swiped on a coat of vampy red lipstick. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Work Casey's ahem, sense of style, but this is incredible. Give us a spin. <laughs> You're sure it's not too much? You're stunning. Now let's head in. I requested a spot right up front. All the better to show you off. <laughs> Wait, this restaurant is actually called Sexy Fish? Quite right. I've been dying to try this place. It's been number one on the Eater Heat map for weeks. Only the best for my lady. A booking under Mr. Turner? Right this way, sir. As we walk through the restaurant, the only word I can think of is ostentatious. I'm in complete sensory overload. The restaurant is a sea of bright colors and dazzling lights. There are actual waterfalls behind the bar. The space is dotted with giant sculptures of sea creatures and merpeople. And while it's beautiful, in a way, it's also completely overwhelming after the draining week we've had. Well, at least I'm dressed for it this time around. Beg your pardon, there must be some mistake. This table is next to the toilets. Unfortunately, we're completely full tonight. And as it was a last minute booking... Oh, of course, this is fine. Surely you must have something a bit closer to a window? Listen, I don't want to be that guy, but we're producers on Britain's hottest new food show, and we'd be happy to consider someone from your kitchen for the next season if you could perhaps find us a spot near the front. Apologies, but this really is all we have tonight. Will you still be dining with us then? Yes, thank you. This is perfect. Sorry for the trouble. Someone will be right with you. Oliver, the food will taste just as good right here. And frankly, I don't mind being farther away from all the neon and fish sculptures and... Oh my god, is that mermaid a real person? Yes, this place is a proper bobby dazzler. Oh well, we can do a lap before we go. I think I see Graham Norton over by the aquarium. Ah, here, let's take a look at the menu. Ooh, the sea bass sounds amazing. You know, I've been stalking this place on Instagram for weeks. Leave the ordering to me. Ah, hello there. We'll start with the sexy fruit de mer platter, the wagyu gyoza with foie gras and black truffle. Oh, and what's that drink I've seen that comes to the table on fire? Ah, the porn star is exceptionally popular, sir. I also highly recommend the karimi home. Perfect. We'll try one of each. Very good, sir. So, do you cook at all? At home, I mean. <laughs> Why toil over a hot stove when all of London can be my kitchen? Well, surely you're not out every night. I try. When I am home, it's all frozen meals and takeaway curries at Shea Turner. <laughs> How on earth did you ever get a job on a cooking show? I know, right? Quite a pivot from the dating shows. Although I did enjoy my time on Smash Island. I even officiated a couple of the weddings. And Joey Essex promised to name his firstborn after me. But when I heard that pop cuisine was coming to the UK, I figured it would be a great way to get the best tables around town. Although I do seem to have been foiled tonight. Truly, the table is great, and I'm excited to try the food. So, what should we do after dinner? I heard Kira Knightley spinning a DJ set for charity at a club in Marlebone. 
Actually, I was thinking we could head home and have a quiet night. You know, get to know each other a little more. I would very much like to get to know you. Not like that. Okay, well, maybe like that later. I meant talking. <laughs> we spend all day chatting at work. What else could you want to know about me? Well, um, do you have brothers or sisters? One brother, Ian. He's an accountant in Manchester. Married, no kids, criminally boring. It would be a sin to spend any more of our day talking about Ian. <laughs> okay, then. Um, what were you like at school? Um, quite an average student. Decently popular. Good at sport. I played football. Midfielder, but not so good I was going to go anywhere, of course. <laughs> I look at Oliver across the table, who is fiddling with one of his cufflinks and looks distinctly uncomfortable. Okay, maybe this is the wrong approach. I guess I need to let him open up to me in his own time, because this state is starting to get an awkward networking event vibe. Okay, sure. Let's go somewhere for a drink after this. Just one. I need energy to play tour guide this weekend. Fab, word around town is that Jay Law might be at the charity thing tonight. She's playing a young Angela Merkel on the new season of The Crown. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and the drinks are good? Oh, who cares? Worth it for the people watching alone. I heard Jay Law's been hanging out with Adele. They're quite chummy these days, and that means Harry might be there too. The next afternoon, I walk into Deshume Shoreditch to meet my sisters for lunch. They insisted on meeting me straight from the plane so they didn't have time to get jet-lagged. On one hand, I'm so excited to see Sarah and Izzy, but the timing of the visit couldn't be worse. I don't know how I'm going to enjoy the weekend with Mark's visit hanging over me. Casey! You're here! Where's hot Oliver? <laughs> oh my god, how drunk are you two already? You just landed, what, like an hour ago? I started on the plane. I have four days without my kids, so I plan to make the most of it. So, where's the sexy British boyfriend? I was promised 90s Hugh Grant vibes. Uh, he'll join us in a bit. I just wanted some time for us to catch up first. She means she wanted to warn us not to embarrass her in front of him. Oh, should we tell him how Casey dressed up as Emerald for three Halloweens in a row? Ooh, or about the time she beat Guy Fieri at a hot dog eating contest? Hey! First of all, he definitely let me win. Guy Fieri is a saint. Remember when he officiated 101 gay weddings in a single weekend? And second of all, I'm paying for lunch, so you two don't gang up on me. Fine. Fine. Actually, Oliver's just running late. He ended up staying out kind of late. I think when I left the bar, he was trying to convince Daniel Radcliffe that Folklore is Taylor Swift's best album yet. He'll be here soon. Hmm. Shouldn't you two be going home together? You're still in the honeymoon phase. No, he just needed to blow off some steam. We had a very long week on set. While we wait for Oliver, we have a round of Deshume's famous Negronis, and I catch my sisters up on all the drama at work. Saying it out loud makes me realize what a soap opera my life has become. Between playing referee to Bert and Bertie, the weird vibes on set with Rami, and now Mark coming to pay a visit next week, London was supposed to be a break from my real life, a moment to catch my breath. So how, in only one month, have things gotten so complicated. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh-oh, I take that to mean you're talking about me. All good things, I hope. Oliver, hi. Hello, darling. <laughs> uh, Oliver, these are my sisters. 
Hello, ladies. You must be Sarah, and you're Izzy. <laughs> I see your fourth guest has joined you. Are you ready to order? Ah,、oh, perfect timing, mate. Can we share the samosas, ruby chicken, the dal, gunpowder potatoes, some naan, of course, and the braised lamb? Oh, and a lager for me. Bit of a late one, but some hair of the dog should set me right. You're gonna need something stronger than that to catch up with us. Oh ho! We've got a live one. Better make it four more of whatever they're drinking. Very good, sir. Right then. So, how was your flight? So, Oliver, what are your intentions with our sister? All right then. Straight to it. Sarah.、Uh, sorry. Ignore her. She's obviously drunk. Oh no no! I don't mind the tough questions. Well, let's see. It's、uh, early days still, but Casey's quite a woman, adventurous, impossibly cool, a total ace. Are you sure we're talking about the same woman? You're talking about our Casey, the one who's in bed by ten most nights. Why is that so hard for you to believe? We've been having a lot of fun exploring the city. Oh, that's right. You went to that swimming pond together. Yeah, that sounded awesome. Oh no no that um that that was an, another friend. Oliver's really well connected around town. You know, we went to this amazing fusion restaurant on our first date. Casey, you hate fusion food. You pitched a fit when I suggested we go to EPLP for Mom's birthday. What did you say? I think it was trendy without taste. You hate it? I know our first date was a bit of a bust, but I thought you loved the coconut crusted herring. I'm pretty sure I never said that. I mean, you know, it probably wouldn't have been my first or. Seventeenth choice, <laughs> but you know it was nice being there with you and meeting your friends. Ooh! Wow. Thankfully, we are saved by the arrival of our food, which smells like they've used every delicious spice known to man. The waiter sets dish after dish in front of us: flaky samosas with a hint of cinnamon, smoky grilled potatoes, a rich black dal, fragrant ruby chicken, tender braised lamb with garlic and ginger, and of course. Giant puffy naan covered with herbs. Dig in, everyone! Wow, this looks incredible. Can you pass the potatoes? So, Oliver, do you make it to LA very often? Sure, every now and again. I hear there's a Soho house in Malibu now. I've been wanting to check that out. I was just wondering how you two plan to make this work after she leaves. You're here for what? Three more weeks? Seriously, Sarah, what are you doing? Just making conversation. Oh, I'm sure we'll figure it out, right, Casey? London and LA are just a flight apart these days. Now, excuse me, Miss. I'm just going to head to the gents. Is this how he always is? The way he ordered for everyone was kind of gross, right? What if I was a vegetarian? But you're not a vegetarian. That's not the point. What are you doing, Sarah? You need to stop grilling him. You're going to scare him. If he was right for you, we wouldn't be able to scare him. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I'm with Sarah. Sure, he's totally cute, but it doesn't sound like he knows the first thing about you. Also, can we go back to the herring? What the heck was that? You hate those CNBC kinds of events. If you ask me, he seems like a bit of a cad, as they say over here. Didn't you tell Izzy he dated a steady rotation of models before you? You said you wouldn't tell her. Sorry. Well, clearly, he's changed. As we can see, I am not a model. Or, at least he's trying to change. Has he changed, or are you just changing yourself to be someone he'd like? Seriously, Sarah, you're drunk. I think you should shut your mouth before you say something you don't mean. You guys, stop fighting. He's coming back. Hope I gave you enough time for a full debrief. If not, just say the word and I can disappear again. <laughs> so, what's the plan after lunch? No, just 
thinking of popping into some vintage stores around here. Oh, it's a beautiful day out. Why don't we have a Pim's Cup at the Hoxton? We can do much better than some dusty old shops, right, Casey? Casey loves vintage shopping. Well, you know, we can do that tomorrow. It would be a shame to waste such a beautiful day. I give Sarah a meaningful look to keep her from saying anything else. At least for now. I'm sure she'll give me an earful once we're home. While I'm furious with her for interrogating Oliver, I do have a nagging feeling in the pit of my stomach that she might not be 100% wrong. But right now, I just want to enjoy the weekend and try not to think about the fact that on Monday, I'm going to have to face Mark. And I need Oliver by my side when I do. Rom-Com Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bater. We had production help from Samantha Reed, and Alison Castanguay is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bater. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Oliver is played by Jack Turner. Rami is played by Elliot Knight. Barista is played by Tanner Calicut. Birdie is played by Claire Jacobs. Connor is played by Tanner Calicut. Bridget is played by Amy Griffin. Mark is played by Thomas Cockerell. Bert is played by Alex Webb. Tom is played by Kevin Burton. Nanny Edith is played by Jackie Malore Gwynn. Hostess is played by Lauren Baldwin. Server is played by Michael Chomiak. Sarah is played by Katie Wee. Izzy is played by Emily Arluk. Dishoom Waiter is played by David Terry. Oh, damn you and your British charm. It's been so long since I've actually flirted out in the streets, I forgot how to do it. <laughs> this is a good warm-up. My, my skills have atrophied, as you well know. <laughs> I want to be able to at least fake flirt for real. 